Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Coffee with Bobby. Today, I'm joined with Ada Pasternak. She is a Russian-born virtuoso violinist who graduated from Berkeley College of Music on a full scholarship where she discovered her passion for singing and songwriting. Ada, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? My pleasure. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. It looks so sunny and bright and vibrant, just compliments your energy that you're giving off today. So I love it. I love that. Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles and it's beautiful out right now, so. Ooh, yes, it was a little warmer here today in Indianapolis, about 45, so. But yes, I'm missing those warm weather days. So tell us a little bit about what's new and what's been happening in your world lately. <sighs> um, I've been writing a lot of songs, which I'm very happy about. Um, and I'm just starting to finally record them and I'm ready to put them out. I, in 2020, I was going to put out a lot of music, but I didn't because, you know, stuff happened. And um, I didn't really release music except for one song. So I'm just ready to put out new music for everybody. Um, and I hope everybody loves the new songs. And uh, what else do I have going on? Um, I do live streams every Friday on my Instagram where I go live with different musicians from all over the world. I call it Song for Song. It's really fun. Um, yes, I do that every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And um, what else is going on? January 28th, I'm doing an online concert on Zoom for my Patreon. fun. So, yeah, if anybody wants the, the VIP link, just uh, email me, let me know, um, or join my Patreon. Uh, what else is going on? Yeah, I'm just excited to, to put new music out for everybody. And what type of music for the audience who is not familiar with your work? I've been listening to it, jamming to it in the mornings, and it's so nice and bright and just the energy that comes off of it. How would you describe your music? I love that. Um, it really depends on the song because I write all sorts of different genres and topics. I write about everything. I would say, yeah, most of my songs are optimistic and, and make you feel good. And that, that's really what I, my, my goal is. But, but I, you know. I'm a human being. Sometimes I'm sad and I write about that. And um, I also want people to know that it's okay to be sad and we're all human and we have these emotions and it's important to tap into them, you know? So I really write about all sorts of things. Um, so yeah, I'd say probably like pop, uh, pop inspired by my passion for all these other genres of music. I grew up as a classical violinist, so I have that in my, in my blood. Um, and then I just love yeah, I just like a good song. Like when I hear a good song, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a good song. You know, I don't care who's singing it. I don't care who wrote. I mean, I care who wrote it. But if it's a good song and it makes you feel something, that's that to me is what I want to provide for audiences. Good and then on your music, are you also playing violin in most of the pieces or are you now focusing more so on like the songwriting and singing aspect? Um, both. I'm, I'm always focusing on the songwriting aspect the most because, um, like I said, like it's important to me for the song to be great and to resonate with people. But yeah, I always play violin in it because that's just, it's me. It's, it's my thing. It's what I do. Um, it, it would be weird not to, um, some songs more than others, you know? Um, but yeah, I always incorporate my pizzicato thing that I do. Mm. And, um, and some songs I do more, more bow or less bow, depending on what the song needs, you know? Um, but yeah, always violin, always my voice. And yeah, I just kind of focus on making good music. And, that's and then are also, are you always 
writing your own songs or do you also like to work with different writers and producers and things like that? Both. Yeah. I mean, I've been writing on my own for a while and uh, a lot of the songs that I have are written alone, but I've co-writed, co-writed, co-written, co-written <laughs> um, a good amount, especially over the last couple of years being in Los Angeles where there's just so many people to write with, you know, so many great talent. So um, yeah, I do both. It's just a different experience, you know. And the collaboration is key. Have you felt the energy shifts from, you know, especially with this time in the pandemic and sort of getting out of lockdowns and we sort of don't know what's happening. Did you feel that energy shift in your music? I know you said, you know, you weren't recording as much. You wanted to record. How did that affect the creative process? Um, well, for, for me personally, it was um, when the pandemic hit, I had just got off tour in the UK and then I flew to New York to have a show and then I was going to be with my family because they live over there. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be with them for like a week or two and then go back to LA and focus on recording. But then COVID hit and I didn't feel safe traveling and I figured, oh, maybe this is an opportunity for me to spend time with my family, you know. So I ended up living with my family for six months on the East Coast. And that was definitely a life-changing experience for me because I haven't lived home in a while. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really important way for me to bond with members of my family and we played music together. We did these family concerts on, online every Sunday at 2 p.m. Um, they were really fun. We did all different genres and topics. You know, We did the Beatles, and we did uh, music for movies, Disney, we did all sorts of things. So I have those, uh, those memories to, tre to treasure for the rest of my life. Memories yeah. for sure. And we've got the files to go back to you. And you're like, remember that time where I was spending six months here? Does your whole family play music as well? Mm -hmm. Yep, they do. Um, my parents are both classically trained violinists. And so when we immigrated from the Soviet Union, when I was a little girl, um, they placed my brother and I into music school right away. Me on violin and my brother on cello. That's amazing. Just growing up with that and then having this time to be back home and just relish in these times. I know how it is living with family. I've been doing the same thing this year. It has yeah. definitely been a blessing. And at times you can see like, oh, it's a little trying, you know, how are we going to all make it work? Um, just because everybody's had their independence for a while. But then you look back and you're like, look at all this time that we've been able to spend together that you know, when you live across the country, it's like a quick phone call, FaceTime, and it's not the same interactions. Exactly. Yeah. So I got to develop a relationship with my three-year-old niece, which was so important to me because she didn't really know me. She knew Auntie Otta, you know, but she didn't know me. She didn't feel safe with me. And um, yeah, so actually, I, you know, so in, in August, I came back to L.A., and then just a few weeks ago, I went to Connecticut to visit my family because I needed to see my niece and my nephew. And yeah. I needed to. <laughs> um, so I went back for the holidays and I landed at night, in the middle of the night. And in the morning, I woke up to my niece walking into my room where I was sleeping, smiling at me and crawling into bed and cuddling with me. Oh, that's so cute. It's probably I, my life. <laughs> I know that feeling. So... My boyfriend, the youngest, is four, and she cracks me up. Like whenever we're down there, she's like, "I need to see Bobby. I need to see Bobby." Aww. And now she like 
texts us in the mornings before she has to go to preschool. Uh, She takes her mom's phone and it's like all gibberish or she's learned how to see, uh, say voice messages. And I'm like, keep this, save this. This made my morning. So, That's great. Yeah. Those memories are by far the best. And I'm so glad that you've been able to recapture those and rehab that. Have you felt like it's been invigorating and sort of the necessity needed to continue creating? Um, sorry, can you say that again? So being with family and having this time and everything, did it sort of like restart the need to create? Because I know as a creative, we always go through these phases, especially, you know, when worlds get turned upside down and, you know, you went from being on tour and having concerts to not having anything. You're like at a loss. You're like, okay, I got to work. I got to do something. And then having this time with family, did it sort of like spur new ideas and creativity out of it? For sure. For sure. Um, I, I, um, I think it was a really, I, I was going through a lot of changes in my personal life as well. I was going through a breakup at the time. So just a lot, like everything was different, you know, um, I was living at home. I broke up with my boyfriend. I'm not touring. Like what's happening. Um, so it was just a lot for me. Yeah. And I, I guess I wasn't, Besides the family concerts, I wasn't writing that many songs when the pandemic first hit. Um, I was just spending a lot of time with my family, and that's what I needed. Um, but since I've gotten back to L.A. past few months, I've just been writing nonstop and feeling very creative and inspired to make beautiful music for the people. <laughs> that is amazing. I know that feeling of being in the recording studio, one of my good friends is a music producer. And whenever we're in the same city, I'm like, what are you up to? Are you in town? Or if I'm in Nashville, like we're always chatting. And he happens to be in town last weekend. He was like, I'm in town. You want to like take some behind the scenes shots at the studio and hang out? I was like, yes, I need this creative energy in my life. I'm just going to go soak it up all take some photos for you. I've done photography in the past. Like, of course I'll be there. I need it. Love it. Yeah, for sure. I love being in the studio. It's like my second home. And it's one of those places where I feel like just that creative energy is there and it just like builds and builds and you've got the music producers in there. You've got all, if it's just you singing or musicians and that collaboration feel, I'm just like, uh, I feel at a different level just watching it. For sure, I love that. Um, how is the lighting? Is it too bright with the sun? Because I could turn it around. Or is it no, I think it's good. Okay, cool. I think it's great. So, what else has been going on? You're recording now. Anything else happening? You said you're getting ready for a new concert, an online concert. Yeah, so I've been doing monthly Zoom concerts for my patrons and supporters. Um, and I have one January 28th. And um, yeah, it's free for my patrons and $20 for everyone else. And so, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I have a really special program planned. I'm doing a lot of music, a couple of new songs, a couple covers. It's going to be great. So I hope that people tune in for that. <laughs> Ooh, that is so, so fun. I know that's something that I've missed. And I know for a lot of us as well, I used to work in live events. And that was one of the things like, work an event and you get to see the show and the music and everything doing the online 
live show. Does it sort of feel the same way for you? Is it a way to connect on a different level? I know it's not going to be the same hype no. as actually being at a concert venue and so forth. Yeah, it's not the same. And, I, and I'm starting to, up until this point, I was okay with not performing live, but I think now I'm kind of starting to miss it because it's been like about a year now, I think, since, right? It's been almost a year since, yeah. since the pandemic hit. Um, now I'm kind of starting to get that urge for performing and stuff. But um, so it's not the same performing online, but I'm grateful that that's a resource. You know, it's better than nothing. And I still get to connect in the best way that I can. So. Yeah. And it helps everybody who's listening as well, because we're all on the outside going, we miss this, we need this aspect in our life, we need some essence of the experience. Mm -hmm. And like having artists like yourself go out and say, okay, I'm doing this, you know, spend $20 instead of going out tonight, have dinner at home and watch yeah. and have your own Almost your essentially private like your private concert, right? It's like right here in front of you. Yep, yep. And speaking of private concerts, I also do um, like um, personalized concerts. If somebody wants to hire me for like, let's say they want like a Valentine's Day gift for, for the girlfriend or for the wife or um, or they want like a birthday present for their for their mom or whatever. I do like special like actual private concerts for that. So I'm available for booking for that. Um, so if somebody wanted wanted something like that, they can contact me through my website, which is autopastronax.com or autosmusic.com. Yeah, and we'll make sure to post all of that at the end yeah. of the show and Otto will share all of our links. Um, but just a hint, uh, if anybody's out there in the LA area going, I need something for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Otto's your person, definitely connect. Oh, yeah. I love singing love songs. <laughs> there yeah. you go, she's got it. And then are you doing that also virtually as well or just in person um well i was referring to virtual um, oh okay actually, yeah but i but I, I can do in person too as long as it's you know six feet apart with a mask and right. stuff um yeah totally for sure I, I did i've done a couple gigs since the pandemic um but i i'm open to doing more as long as they're safe and stuff like that yeah totally i could, could do that um and what else oh um i'm working on a merch line so I designed my 2021 calendar, which I'm very excited about. I love them. And um, so those are available for order now. And I'm going to have more merch. I'm going to have like coffee mugs, coffee bottles. <laughs> fun, fun. Right? Yeah. So maybe next time we do this, I'll have, <laughs> we'll both have our auto coffee mugs. Exactly. It's so fun. Um, yeah. I'm going to have like sweatshirts and t-shirts and, you know, comfy little things that are, that I love like socks and hats. And, yeah. So I'm very excited about that. <laughs> that is super exciting. And that's one of the things when we've lost one form of revenue from like the live event standpoint. And a lot of, I think outsiders don't understand the inner workings of whatever creative industry you're in, if it's a musician or not, or if you're an artist or, you know, if you're a speaker there's multiple forms of revenues. And when you've lost like a chunk of it, you got to find a way to recapture it and sort of reinvent the wheel as to like, how are we going to change so we can still make it and still keep creating. Exactly. Exactly. And that's always been the challenge for me. And I think for every musician, every artist, every freelance artist, it's like, how do you do what you love and share that with people, but still, you know, um, Still feed yourself and your family and how do you pay the bills if you know that's always been the challenge but especially right now during covid yeah 
And it seems like you're starting to change it. You're feeling it out, testing out the live concerts, you know, the private concerts. And those are a few of the things that I haven't heard of from a lot of musicians that I've been watching or talking to. It's the private concert. I have a feeling is where it's at for you. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I've done a couple of Zoom concerts, um, but I'm really going to take it to the next level now. So. Ooh, that's super exciting. Um, how did you get into music? Was it, I know you mentioned your family and your parents put you into music school when you came over to the U.S., mm-hmm. but was it something that was inherent from when you were younger, growing up, that, you know, you're just going to, it's one of those things that you're going to do. You're going to play. I know for me growing up, it was like, you're going to start off and you're going to learn how to play piano and you're going to practice every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, given that my parents are musicians, they just naturally put my brother and I into music school um, at a young age. And that was kind of just what what we knew. That's what my parents knew. And that's what they, you know, put their, their children into. And um, yeah, I... Um, I started classical violin lessons when I was six. My brother was eight. And that was my basically my whole childhood. You know, the majority of my childhood was just practicing and doing competitions and performances and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. Was there ever a time that you, while you were playing or going through, you know, school that you were like, I see myself doing this for the rest of my life? Not particularly. I kind of just did it because that's all I knew. And I didn't even think about having a choice or having any other option. Um, I don't know. I just, just, since I was little, I did what my parents told and I never thought about it really. I kind of just did it. And not really. Though the, The first time that I had that feeling was when I started writing songs. Okay. Which was in college. That's when I was like, wow, wow, now this is something I can do. Now this is something special, you know? And mm-hmm. then when I started going to open mics and performing those songs, when I found out that maybe I, I'm good at this, <laughs> you know, I could tell by people's reactions that, you know, that I didn't suck. <laughs> and that, uh, yeah. So that, that, that is amazing, you know, when you're like, I really love this. I really love this aspect of it. I think I found my niche of, you know, this is really what brings me that joy, that creative drive. And then when you see the reaction on other people's faces that just sort of reconfirm that, you're like, I need to be doing this all the time. Totally. Yeah, because when I when I wrote my first couple songs, I didn't know if they were good. You know, I, I, I didn't think about it. They kind of just came out. And then I remember I showed my friend Ian... And um, the first thing he said was, oh, you sound like Regina Spector. And I said, cool, who's that? Um, so I Googled her and I was like, oh my God, I do sound like her. And then I read about her. I was like, oh my God, Russian Jewish immigrant, classically trained. I was like, she's my soulmate. Right. <laughs> a musical soulmate. So yeah, that was my first response. And then I, you know, like I said, I went to my first open mic and it was very, it was very positive. Um, and just gave me that confidence to continue to do that. And the more that you keep putting stuff out and keep stepping out and putting your foot forward, you're going to see it as you've already seen, like 
the world grow and you connect with more people and more people love your music and so forth. What would you say to a starting musician out right now wondering, you know, is this the right path for me? Um, I would say if you're not sure, don't do it because it's not necessarily an easy life and you, and if, you know, you don't want to do it for the wrong reason. You don't want to do it for fame or for money or for any other reason than your passion and your obsession with it. Like I'm obsessed with music. Um, I think it's really important to be in love with what you're doing. And if you're going to commit your life to being a musician, you better love it and be passionate about it and do it for the right reason. Otherwise it's probably not going to work out. And if it does work out, you might not feel fulfilled. So I would say just um, really follow your heart and make sure that you love it. And um, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of work too. It's not just you know you just sing sing a song and you're a superstar. Magic, magic! Work. I have the number one trending song on Spotify. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you really gotta love it, you know, and just do it for the right reason. That's what I would say. And that goes with anything you do in life. So you have to do it for the right reasons and follow your intuition on it for sure what about can you share more about like your creative process like what gets you in the mood to create I know with different writers some people are always like when while they're writing they're like no matter what I'm writing a thousand words a day you know for songwriting it's going to be different but just like how you develop your craft and get into that creative flow um, you know, most of the time it's when I least expect it and I'll just be, I'll be half asleep in bed and I de- I'll just hear a melody in my head or I'll, I'll be like, oh, that's a good song title. And then I'll just write some stuff off of that. Or it's when I'm taking a walk and I'll just hear, I'll just hear, I'll just hear a chorus in my head or a verse. Um, it's most of the time when I don't plan it and it's just spontaneous and unexpected and random. Um, to be honest, I don't, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of songwriters who are like, I'm going to write from two to four today, but I don't really do that. Um, yeah. (laughs) But I feel like at those unexpected moments, it's when our brain is sort of quieter and we're in this state of flow. Like what, like you said, taking a walk for me, it's when I'm working out or I used to, when it was warmer outside, take long runs and I go out for a six mile run put music on but I wasn't actually like really listening to the music it was just to distract me from the road noise but my mind would just be like clear and then all these ideas start to come to it for inspirational ideas and motivation exactly and I think that movement and exercise and moving our bodies is is really really important for our overall health and happiness and I I noticed that a lot of the times when I'm walking or stretching or anything like that I I come up with ideas. So I recommend that. (laughs) If you're in a creative ride, get up and move your body just a little bit. Do something different. Go out and see some sunshine. Um, Even if it's gloomy outside, you like just getting outside helps. It helps so much. Even if it's like 15 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, just go outside every day. I think it's so important. I've talked to some people who are like, well, it's COVID. You shouldn't leave your house. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you're probably going to get COVID before me because I'm getting vitamin D, I'm getting exercise, I'm breathing fresh air, and you're stuck in your house. That's not healthy either. So, you know. 
I agree with you 100% on that one. And that's a whole other topic uh, with that. But yes, sunshine is key. I know my boyfriends and everybody, they're like, it's so sunny outside sometimes. I'm like, no, I love it. This is my space. Like, <laughs> don't close the curtains. <laughs> we need the sunshine. Well, I'm, sending to- you, I'm sending you some California sun. Here you go. Yes, I love it. I love it. All of you. You guys feel it? <laughs> I feel it. It's coming. It's right here. Um, that is such key advice for anybody, not only creatives, but like move a little bit more, stay healthy, drink water, go outside, get some fresh air. Totally. With that, you said you were getting ready to record some new songs. Are you super excited about this? And like, how long does that process look like for you from the time you start recording to like the time that we actually see it out? Uh, it completely depends. It depends on the situation. It depends who I'm working with. It depends um, how persistent I am or how lazy I am. It depends on everything. Um, yeah, so I, I just started working with a producer on on my new song. We just started actually, well, I wrote it a few weeks ago, but um, he's just starting working on the production. He just started yes, yesterday. He started working on it. Um, and we're going to go back and forth and, you know, kind of produce it out together. But, um, I want to release that for Valentine's day. So soon, you guys will hear it soon. I'm very excited about the song. It's called grow older. Ooh. Yeah. And, um, I wrote it a couple weeks ago when I was at my parents' house and it's weird how songs come out sometimes because I wasn't thinking of any particular topic or anything. Um, I was kind of just hanging out, strumming my violin, sitting on the chair, and um, the song just came out. I'm like, oh, that's a good song. And the, and the more that I sing it, and the, and the more the time goes by, the more I realize, yeah, that's a good song. I need to I need to get that out there because I have lots of other songs that I was gonna put out before, but I think that's my favorite song right now. So, and it is about love. It's not about. It's not necessarily about, um, you know. It's not necessarily about a, a limited love. It's not just, oh, you know, I love you right now because you're cute, you know, and we have a little fling. No, it's like, it's about, will that love continue? Will that love grow? Um, will you still love that person, you know, in 20 or 30, 40 years from now when they won't look the same? So it's about that. So I'm very excited to put it out. <laughs> that one sounds so amazing. So I know when you go through, everybody can relate to it. You may not have that significant other in your life yet where you found that person to grow old with, but you've had the other relationships of like, you know, it's not right. You know, it's very temporal. You're like, okay, but it's, it's good for now. You know, then you're like, okay, it's going to last for a little bit. We'll see what it happens, but I know it's not the long term. And it's not here for the long haul. And then maybe you're a person who's like, I had this before, the very temporal. I knew it wasn't for me. And then somebody entered my life that, you know, that you do want to grow olds with and spend every day of your life with. And even the weird quirks aren't going to bother you at the end of the day. So it is a super relatable song and I haven't even heard it. And I'm so excited right now because I have a person in my life, my boyfriend, I'm like, I do want to grow old with you. Like, 
spent every single day together since we met, uh, which is absolutely, well, I can't say that anymore. We had to spend eight days apart for a work trip when we went to two to separate locations. But that's insane for somebody, you know, to think about like somebody just walks into your life and, you know, and you're like, oh. You can't okay. imagine them leaving. You don't want them to leave. Right, right. And that was, we were sort of forced into be not as a relationship, but this is a whole nother story, but um, not forced in a relationship, but it was a travel workshop. So we were literally like side by side working together, same hotels and everything like that, same vehicles to transport. And then we just happened to ended up um, started dating after it. So yeah, it's been wonderful. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it's been wonderful. And it's been quite the wild ride, but you know, I wouldn't change it for anything. I feel the same. Yeah, I'm not going to share my personal, my, my uh, romantic relationships yeah. publicly because I don't really do that. But I, I could relate to what you're saying. I, and I'm really happy for you that you have that. And I hope that when the song comes out, you guys are going to listen to it together. Oh, yes. I'll make sure of it. I'll be like, Ada's new song is out. Press play. <laughs> I want it to become like people's song. Like I want that to really move people and to become their song. So that's, yeah, I'm hoping that'll happen. <laughs> I know it'll happen. Yes, it will happen. And we'll change that tone to when it happens, because it is happening. I love that. That's so important. I really believe in uh, words and thoughts being powerful. But a lot of the times I forget, you know, and I'll, I'll catch myself or, or I'll catch a friend being negative and saying negative things. And I'm like, hey, watch what you say. So, yeah. Ex- <laughs> exactly. You know, I just posted this on Instagram before we went live here. And it was just like, you know, life is happening for you, not against you. And it's all in your perspective. It's what in, in what you tell yourself. It's how you look at your day to day. Like you may not see it as the correct place for you to be at, at this given moment. But when you realize that everything happens for a reason and you have to be at this place, you can still see all the possibilities that are endless. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So with your new song, I have a question for you. Are, are you on TikTok by chance? Oh, you know, I've been slacking on TikTok. I, ha- I know I, I know it would be good for me to use it. I'm on it. It's Otta the Violin Girl because Otta Pasternak was taken, which is oh. great. I'm like, who's the other Otta Pasternak? Is she cool? Does she play violin? <laughs> um, so yes, Otta the Violin Girl is my TikTok. I, I'm going to get I'm going to use it. I just I haven't yet because, you know, I've kind of just been so used to Instagram. And there's so many platforms, you know, there's like Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, YouTube, TikTok. It's like, ah, so yeah, I have it. I've posted a few things on it and I will, uh, at some point soon, (laughs) I will uh, start using it more consistently. So I was going to say, that's a really good way to get the songs. If there's one song that you really want to pop, like to get it on and then get people for sure and I've been thinking about it a lot I'm like I need to start using TikTok so I'm I'm going to especially when I have new songs to to promote then it's like how could I not you know and it's super easy I don't know if you've heard of Spencer Crandall he's a country musician okay no I don't know but he's on TikTok and that's how like he's blown up over the past year and a half just from like TikTok and everybody posting his music and redoing videos to his music and so forth. 
So it's definitely a possibility of like, I mean, even behind the scenes life for blasting your song and just, you know, yeah. showing your face in front of it. Yeah, it's a good tool. So I'll start using it. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you mentioned before we went live that you wanted to share a song with us. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you introduce the song and we'll be here to listen and watch. All right, cool. Let me grab my violin. It's right there. Okay. And as we're waiting for Ada, I am so excited for this. This is the first live performance on <laughs> Coffee with Bobby. All right. I think I'm going to do that new song I was telling you about. Okay. Grow older. Yeah. How's the lighting? Is it still good? Yeah, it looks good to me. Cool. I'm just gonna take my camera out so I could film this because every time I perform it, I'm like, oh, that was a good performance. I should have filmed it. Here we go. Well, I'll send you a recording as well. So. Oh, that'd be great. Oh yeah, the lighting does look kind of nice. Cool. Okay, and you could see me. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. <clears throat> you always tell me that I'm beautiful. And I like that, I really do. You always kiss me in the morning. And I like when we make love in your room. But when we get older, will you still think I'm beautiful? When we get older, will I be enough for you? And when life gets hard and we fall down, will you still pick me up? And will we grow older or will our love grow old? My parents kissed and held each other's hands. When I was little, I remember that. It makes me sad to think where they went wrong. And I'm scared of letting my heart go. So when we get older, will you still think I'm beautiful? And when we get older, will I be enough for you? And when life gets hard and we fall down, will you still pick me up? Will we grow older or will our love grow old? Will we grow older or will our love grow old? Will we grow older or will our love grow old? That is beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. I love it. I can feel it already. This is going to be a song that gets added to the playlist of like all the love songs, the songs that make you think about significant others or somebody that you wish you had in your life. Um, and it's going to be one that's just like repeat, repeat, repeat. <laughs> I could just keep listening to it. It's oh, I love it. Beautiful. Thank you. That's so much to me. Yeah, I still have to write the bridge. So, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'm very excited. It will come. It will come. Thank you so much for sharing that with us today. Is there 
anything else that you want to mention or add before we begin to wrap up this episode? Um, yeah, just a couple things um, just where people could listen to my music. I have Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon and all that stuff. Um, so you guys can get my music there. And um, yeah, definitely follow me because I have a lot of music coming out this year, including that song on Valentine's Day. And um, what else? Yeah, my Zoom concert, January 28th, um, which is um, it's free for my patrons and $20 for everyone else. Let me know if you guys want the, the link to that and we'll, we'll make it happen. And what else do I want to mention? Um, oh, I have a mailing list, autopastjanak.com. You, you can join my mailing list if you want updates on my new music and new merch and virtual concerts and all that. And um, I also have a community phone number that you could text me to receive updates on all my stuff. So um, that number is 203 6 924402 I think <laughs> um, I'm just gonna double check right now but yeah that's it's basically like you guys can text me and just text me and say hi or what, anything you want and that way I'll have your contact so when I have anything new to release and to share I send a text and I'll let you know so it's a really great way to keep in touch with what I'm doing yeah and I'm just gonna oh. double check that I gave you the right number yeah, yeah. 203-692-4402 yeah Go text that number right now. Get on Ada's list so you can hear all of the updates. See what's happening in her life, what new concerts are coming out, new music. Ada, this has been amazing. I'll make sure to put all those links at the bottom of the show notes and captions wherever you are watching this or listening to it because it is going everywhere now, um, which is super exciting. And one last question here that I ask on every episode is, what's been one of the biggest blessings over the past year for you? COVID, <laughs> people are gonna hate me for saying that. Um, no, but, but you know, if it wasn't for COVID, I wouldn't have connected with my family in the way that I did. I wouldn't have lived home for six months and, and developed a relationship with my niece and played music with my family. And I, just a lot of personal things that I needed to realize I realized because of COVID really. And um, yeah, I got, I just forgot your question because I got so into answering it. I just forgot your question, but I hope I answered it. <laughs> oh, you did. The blessings are endless. And I know yeah. a lot of people always are looking at the negatives, but I can already tell it like, this is our first time chatting face to face, but positive bright light energy. And it is like, I would have to say the same thing, you know, spending the time with family has definitely been one of the biggest blessings as of lately. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for sharing music with us and all about your life. I appreciate it so much. This has been so much fun, Bobby. You're awesome. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, of course. To everybody who is watching or listening to this, I hope you have an amazing day today. Go do yourself a favor, go to Spotify right now and check out Otta's music. Play one song, test it out. You've heard a bit here, but go do it. It'll make your day a little bit brighter. You'll be doing happy dances as you have your morning coffee or whatever you're doing, driving in your car as you listen to the show. So enjoy your day. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode of Coffee with Bobby with Otta Pasternak. Thank you. Hey. Thanks, Bobby. Talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.